All right, welcome to Coffee with Marcus and Mark. In this show, we talk about what's happening in the markets and how we're trading them. Today is Tuesday, November 1st. The Dow ended October with its best month since 1976. Stocks kicked off November with a bang, but has since fizzled. Energy stocks rallying with record profits that are coming under some scrutiny. The Fed begins its two-day policy meeting today, and earnings are still in the spotlight, and much more. And I'll review AMD earnings and what to expect. As you can see, there's a lot to talk about, so let's get started. And if this is your first time, my name is Mark Hodge. I'm head coach at Rockwell Trading, and I'm flying solo today, but on most days, Marcus Heitkoder, Rockwell Trading's founder, is with me, and we show you how to trade these crazy markets. You could say we have a ton of trading experience. We know our stuff and we're not afraid to tell it like it is. If you're looking for some honest insights into the world of trading, then you've come to the right place. But before we dive in and show you our trades and how we're trading these markets, let's take a look at what's moving the markets today. Let me go ahead and share my screen. And here we have a chart up of the S&P 500. Uh, before we look at today, I could uh, go back a little bit because yesterday, a little bit of a pullback, but after last week and this rally off of these uh, mid-October lows, last week's pullback, totally to be expected. So a small down day, but all things considered, October was was awesome. And here we go to a monthly chart. You see that uh, for October, the S&P finished higher by 8%. Uh, you have the Dow. Uh, the Dow finishing higher by 13, almost 14%. As we mentioned, it's the, the best month since October. Sorry, the best month since 1976. Uh, that was so long ago. I, I think I was watching Three's Company and playing with uh, Starsky and Hutch Carr. <laughs> actually i was one so i wasn't doing either of those things but that was a long freaking time ago uh so nice month for the dow and uh here we see that the nasdaq up oh gosh uh 3.9 percent so the nasdaq definitely the laggard looking at the major indices but a very very impressive month for the dow now if we go to a daily chart here the daily chart we actually started uh super strong today we gapped higher uh, major indices were up about 1% across the board. And since then, we have pulled back. So uh, the major indices down about a half of a percent right now, a little bit more than that. Uh, just no follow through with those early gains. And well, this is kind of to be expected because we do have the two-day policy meeting kicking off today. And tomorrow's a real biggie as that wraps up. Uh, we also had some somewhat disappointing numbers coming out. And uh, let's actually go to PowerX Optimizer here because we see that uh, today at 10 a.m., Jolt's job openings, they came in at 10.72 million. Uh, the forecast was 9.75 million. And uh, the previous was 10.28 million. So higher than forecast. What does this mean? Well, it means that we have a resilient job market. Uh, and that is not what the Fed wants to see. So uh, th this is the number of job openings during the month, excluding far the farming industry. Um, it does go uh, up to the last business day of September, so it's a little bit delayed. 
But this came out much stronger. The Fed would like to see a weakening job market. So there's a less uh, purchasing power with the dollars, fewer dollars out there, people getting paid, but instead worried about spending money and slowing down that spending, which will in turn uh, help uh, with inflation, especially with the Fed's policy there in raising rates. And so this is, this is not good news for them, although it is a bit delayed. So I, I think it was just traders looking for a reason to uh, to sell a little bit because it was a little bit odd to be jumping that much before a Fed day. And this news uh, definitely disappointed and, and was a reason or a catalyst to uh, to sell. At any rate, let's uh, see what traders think the Fed will do. And this really hasn't changed. We see that the target rate probabilities for November 2nd, 86.2% probability that the Fed will raise rates by 75 basis points. This compared to a 50 basis point uh, probability of 13.8%. So a 75 basis point hike is factored into the market. This is what traders expect. Anything other than this will be a shock, but it's not necessarily what this is. Well, it's pretty much expected, right? Uh, but traders are focusing on what the Fed will say. And if we look back here at the economic calendar, you do see that we have a FOMC press conference at 2 p.m. This is where they also announced the Fed funds rate. And that's what the, the rate hike decision is. And then you have the FOMC press conference at 2.30. So it comes in two parts. And typically you see a reaction to both. Uh, but you could argue that at least for tomorrow, this 2.30 press conference is probably a little more noteworthy and something to focus on because traders want to hear what the Fed is stating uh, and uh, what their intentions are or what they believe needs to be factored in or considered in, uh, with future hikes and whether or not uh, they're going to share that things are slowing down, right? Dovish versus uh, hawkish, dovish meaning uh, you know, weaker policy to embrace the, the business uh, market and jobs versus hawkish, which uh, means uh, they're more aggressive and looking to slow things down. So that's a lot uh, to factor in. And uh, let's go back here to the charts because I want to talk about oil and gas because they're definitely uh, making uh, some waves in the market here. Uh, BP up earlier, they reported earnings and you see here uh, an earnings beat. They reported a 258.259 uh, uh, earnings per share. Huge, huge beat on uh, what was expected. Uh, revenue down just a, a shy, but honestly, record earnings once again. And their profit actually more than doubled uh, from what it was a year earlier. Um, so solid earnings from uh, BP, Saudi Aramco, same thing. Um, and, and this just kind of follows the, the same trend that we had from ExxonMobil. ExxonMobil, a huge beat there. Uh, ExxonMobil rallying after uh, that uh, announcement. Chevron to CVX, the ticker. We see Chevron, huge beat as well. Uh, these are, are solid, solid numbers. And look at look at Chevron here. So while tech stocks are getting hammered, Chevron's making, are these record highs for Chevron? I do believe they are, but let's go to a monthly. Yeah, um, that to me is no surprise at all. Chevron making record highs. Uh, crude oil, crude oil up 2% today, but uh, just oil and gas companies kicking butt. 
and it's being noticed because whether it's good or bad or whether it can actually happen, the White House appears to be on a quest to take down these companies posting these record profits in this environment where gas is high and we are running into inflation issues and high energy prices. Uh, President Biden said in a statement that oil companies' record profits today are not because of doing something new or innovative. Their profits are a windfall of war, a windfall for the brutal conflict that's ravaging Ukraine and hurting tens of millions of people around the globe. He said that my team, quote, will work with Congress to look at these options that are available to us and others. It's time for these companies to stop war profiteering, meet their responsibilities in this country and give the American people a break and still do very well. So whether or not something can be passed and whether or not um, that would have a major impact is to be seen. Uh, but even with those uh, strong words, uh, Chevron's still trading higher for the day, up 0.8%, although pulling back a little bit. So we'll, we'll see how this all plays out. But uh, oil and gas remain strong, uh, even though it seemed like it could be a little overdone, especially with crude oil pulling back. Uh, as we see here, uh, looking at crude oil futures. So interesting, interesting uh, situation setting up with oil and gas, but they just keep reporting uh, solid, solid numbers. Now, speaking of solid numbers, let's look at Pfizer. So you go figure, earnings uh, continue to come out uh, better than expected, really, for the most part. Uh, Pfizer, they reported adjusted earnings per share of $1.78. This is better than the buck 39 expected. Revenues came in higher than expected, and they raised their 2022 uh, earnings guidance. So that's the key. Not only did they beat earnings estimates, but they raised their, their 2022 guidance. So that future uh, you know, environment, what traders or what uh, the company feels uh, their future earnings will look like, that's what investors are looking at, uh, gapping higher, pulling back a little bit, but still up over 2%. There's also Uber uh, reporting a smaller loss than expected, still a loss, but smaller than expected. Uber just shooting higher here, up 14%. Uh, so big, big day for Uber. They reported a loss of 61 cents. Uh, actually, this was a little bit higher, uh, 61 cents versus the 22 cent loss that was expected. Revenue came in higher, 8.34 billion versus 8.12. I could just click on this to see it. Um, so revenue came in bigger than expected, um, even though their earnings per share was worse than expected. Uh, they reported a loss of 1.2 billion for the third quarter, uh, but they said that 512 million of it was attributed to reevaluations of Uber's equity investments. Uh, they also said that revenue was up. 72% year over year. Uh, so you're going into this environment. I don't know about you, but uh, when when I've been traveling, I, I use uh, Uber to, to get to the airport and back. And it's been a lot more challenging to, to find rides. Uh, prices are super uh, inflated. Uh, there are fewer drivers. And um, it, I, I was curious to see how that would impact Uber. Uh, their their um, Uber Eats business and delivery, that still seems to be strong, but the Uber transportation just isn't what it used to be, at least in California, where uh, now prices are maybe two, three times what they were, and it does seem like they have maybe half the drivers that they did before. Um, at any rate, uh, traders like this, up 14%.
AMD, well, actually a few companies reporting earnings uh, today. AIG, they will report after the bell. Uh, so uh, right now up just a little bit. Uh, we also have AMD reporting after the close. I want to break this down, take a closer look at this because I am in AMD. So we'll do that in a minute. Uh, tomorrow we do have Robinhood reporting. So Hood being the ticker, uh, they will be reporting. And you also have eBay reporting, Qualcomm reporting, Etsy reporting, and MGM reporting. So a few decent names. And then on Thursday, you have Coinbase. Coinbase, what the heck is going to happen to Coinbase? <laughs> is it a $400 stock? Is it a $40 stock? Well, it's actually a $65 stock, but it'll be interesting to see where this goes after earnings. Uh, you also have uh, ConocoPhillips, uh, so another oil and gas name, up 1.2% today. Uh, we also have um, Marriott. Did we look at that one? I don't think so. Marriott, I had fun trade. I've done well trading uh, Marriott, uh, looking at the wheel uh, this year. So uh, worked out nicely. They will report earnings on Thursday. And PayPal, oh man, what what a crazy story with PayPal. Uh, just, you know, a pandemic winner now back at these pre-pandemic levels. So traders seem to have said that, hey, PayPal's now worth um, 84 bucks a share, right? And can they take off again? Uh, can they be what they once were? Still a you know mega cap large company, uh, still a large company, uh, but just beaten up. And uh, it'll be interesting to see what earnings look at. Speaking of what earnings uh, look at, well, we'll look at. There we go. <laughs> Speaking of earnings, let's look at PowerX Optimizer. I want to take a closer look at the earnings analysis tool. Of course, anything can happen with earnings, right? There, there's no guarantee that uh, past results are in, indicative of future results. But but here, I believe that by analyzing some numbers, analyzing some data, we go into an earnings environment uh, a little bit better than informed. Uh, and I also think it's important to take into consideration what's going on now. Uh, so it will be interesting. Uh, because if we look at AMD and uh, what I'm looking at, the last 12 quarters, so last three years of earnings, uh, the next day closing price, it seems like it's you know hit or miss here. Uh, it If it uh, makes a positive move, it's up 7.3% on average. Negative move, minus 3.5%. Uh, the reaction on the seventh day, the reaction on the seventh day, uh, up eight out of four times. So it seems to, to be that the reaction tends to be hit or miss, just a wash up, down, uh, kind of split. But after earnings, uh, we tend to see a, a positive reaction more often than not. I'd love that to take place because I am in AMD. Uh, so eight out of four times it's up. And when it is, it's up an average of 10%. When it's down, it's it's down an average of 6.5%. Uh, as far as uh, meeting or beating, uh, beating 10 out of 12 times, coming in line with expectations two times. So they have a tendency to beat. Now, it is interesting here. Let's go to the AMD chart because uh, if you've been paying attention to AMD, you realize that there was an announcement that is uh, newsworthy. And this took place here. 
So on October 6th, actually, so this was the reaction, the gap down and move lower. AMD did deliver third quarter financials. Uh, they warned that its results would come far below their prior expectations. Uh, so they issued a warning here. And this is going to be very interesting to see what the reaction is, uh, because traders have already priced in worse than expected numbers. And will they be better? Will they be in line? Will we finally get that, you know, uh, sell the 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 news by the rumor type scenario, uh, the exact opposite. But, you know, once it's out, maybe it will alleviate some concerns uh, and and maybe we'll see a bit of a move. Um, I mean, this is where anything can happen. I, I want to talk about gambling versus trading. I'm going to do that in tomorrow's video. Um, but this is where when we have an event like earnings, anything can happen. We can go in and uh, look at probabilities based on the expected moves and and what's happened previously. Um, but that's a little bit different rather than buying shares of a company, um, which we'll talk about that in uh, tomorrow's video. Uh, nonetheless, uh, earnings after the bell, I'm very interested to see what will happen here. They are uh, still the, the number two uh, PC uh, player uh, and also a server uh, are providing server CPUs in the market behind Intel. So they're still a solid company, even though they've been beaten up and they're down below my assignment price. Uh, they also will be addressing their uh, Q4 outlook, which was not brought up here with the preliminary results. So that's something that I think investors are really going to be interested in when it comes to AMD. What does the fourth quarter look like? What do they expect that uh, so far has not been announced or addressed. So, hey, we'll see what AMD does. Uh, looking at over all positions, I did something with LVS, but I think I'll save it for tomorrow since we're running a little late here. Um, and I also want to see if Marcus had a trade on LVS filled. That I do not know yet. With our mastermind group, we were looking at things together. I decided to do, to do one thing. He decided to do a little bit uh, of a different thing. And we'll cover it in tomorrow's video. So until then, have a great rest of your day and uh, happy trading, everybody.